I'm Allie Gertz. And I'm Julia Prescott. And, and everything's, everything's Coming Up Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Mr. Cleanser. Ooh. Warning, use only in a well-ventilated area. <laughs> they really wanted us to say that. We're also brought to you by the other cleaning products, Terrapin Wax, Bubble Off, and we're also brought to you by the radio station KBBL. Mm. Um, and uh, this is actually one of my favorite sponsors that we've ever had because, again, you know, the Simpsons have made a lot of predictions about the future, and I feel like this is spot on. We are brought to you by the DJ3000. It plays CDs automatically and has three distinct varieties of inane chatter. Hey, how about that weather out there? Whoa, that was a caller from hell. Well, hot dog, we have a wiener. <laughs> I love that I'm saying this while you are barely regarding me, Allie. <laughs> You're projecting. And, I was yeah, having yeah, a great yeah. time. <laughs> and, uh, and lastly but not leastly, we are brought to you by the Springfield Arboretum, uh, in parentheses, tree place. So, uh, <laughs> just in case you're confused, uh, it's the tree place. Uh, uh, we, we tried to get communism to back us, but it uh, didn't mm, end up working. No, no. We, we tried, though. I mean, it, it, a lot of mailer demon emails came back <laughs> <laughs> when, you try to, when you try to email <laughs> Russia. Um, uh, <laughs> just a word to the wise. We are, of course, talking about the episode Bark Hits an Elephant. This is the 17th episode of the fifth season. Uh, it originally aired on March 31st, 1994. It was directed by Jim Reardon, written by John Swartzwelder. Ay, ay, ay. Ay, ay, ay. Hey, baby. Uh, and the showrunner was David Merkin. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> um, this is, of course, a much beloved episode of The Simpsons because it's one of those special episodes um, that introduces a character that becomes recurring. An elephant. Um, yeah, an elephant. It's weird. It's like, it, you know, um, there's not too many episodes of The Simpsons that sort of upset um, the canon and I was surprised to find that this episode uh, led to not only uh, the introduction of Stampy which we see in multiple episodes but the introduction of Cletus the slack John Yokel. This is the first time that Cletus comes yes, up? Yes oh according to the internet. Thank you I'm just internet. kidding I knew. I host yeah. a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you have a master's degree in the Simpsons. Is that is that correct? Yes. Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> but yeah no it's it's I'm so excited to talk about this episode. Do you want to introduce our good? I sure do. Mm -hmm. uh, I know him from being funny on the internet and being funny on Cracked and recently realized that he's also a very funny musician. Uh, he loves Lost. He's great. Uh, you'll love him. <laughs> <laughs> it's all coming from the heart. Uh, Cody Johnson, hello. Hello. How are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for doing our podcast. Thank you for having me. Uh, is there anything that you want to say about yourself that I didn't say? Oh. I, ma I made sure to mention the Lost music. <laughs> yeah, and I think you got it all. Um, <laughs> this podcast is not about Lost, right? Uh, it can be. Oh. I mean, you it's never a know. You spin uh, the wheel when you come on the Simpsons okay. podcast. Happy to. Happy to do that. Um, no, I think you got it all. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, so I asked you uh, to pick which episode is the most meaningful or the most special or just your favorite. Uh, we are in that point of the <laughs> list where a lot of the episodes are already taken. So where does this actually fall on your list of favorites and why this one? Uh, this is uh, this is pretty high up um, ish. I did have a few other ones uh, that I really, really wanted to do mostly because of like specific jokes that stuck with me. 
uh, Marge Be Not Proud is one that I really wanted to do. Yeah. And then I found out that you did it with Mike Scully, so <laughs> never mind. And you were like, uh, move over, like, Mike. Come on, I've got better things what to say hack. about the episode than what you. What is he doing now? Uh, <laughs> but what is he doing What's now? What's he doing now? Thank he's, you. He's on the Gerard Carmichael show. He's parking at the Fox lot. That's all <laughs> you need to know. He's doing all right. <laughs> yeah, but how many new Simpsons episodes? Oh, you're right, you're right. I mean, that's the only barometer I trust. Exactly. Mm-hmm. By the way, they just got picked up for seasons 29 and 30. <clears throat> oh, I know. That's I was worried about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I read that. I mean, it, I think it came out yesterday on like Indie Club or something like unprecedented, which I feel that was the word that they used. Like this shocking, unprecedented pickup for a 29th and 30th season. <laughs> Any news for The Simpsons now, right. any news is unprecedented. Of course. And has been for the last five years. <laughs> you could stop using that word. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> no matter what. I didn't realize it had that many. I forget sometimes how old I guess I am. Does it make you sad to uh, hear 29 and 30s? I uh, guess it makes me sad in the way that like I haven't seen these new episodes or new mm-hmm. seasons very much. So uh, I, I wish either I were very active still and loved it. Or that they just didn't do it. Right, right. <laughs> so. so your life right now in regards to The Simpsons is like you're living a BuzzFeed article of such and such will make you feel so old. Oh, yeah. Uh, when when oh. you discover when this movie came out, it's been 20 years since Blank Check was. It'll right. make Remi- you feel old. <laughs> no, no, no. I always it's know just how old one I guy. am. Yeah, it's just one guy BuzzFeeding talks like that. Yeah. Uh, I don't, you're right. I don't need... Uh, to be reminded that things existed 20 years ago, yeah. to know that I am uh, older than 20 years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to feel old. Check your driver's license. Woo! Oh. Write eh? that up. Eh? Write that up. Eh? Put me on the Buzz payroll. Feed. <laughs> Buzz I got to something for you. <laughs> I'd click on that. Click. That works. I like that, that character. <laughs> what is, Allie, what is that character? So, uh, I, I got, got a spicy <laughs> joke for BuzzFeed. You're standing outside of the offices. You've got a Super Mario mustache. And I imagine you and to wear... a suitcase wear full of meatballs. A suitcase <laughs> full of meatballs. And I imagine you to wear like a newspaper boy cap, but it's it's slightly ajar oh, in your head. Um, hello, boys. <laughs> Buzzfeed boys. Ooh, the Buzzfeed boys. Uh, that's a really good um, uh, boy band. That, oh, yeah. Yeah, and that would be in line with their whole 90s nostalgia train. Yeah, totally. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. That's what would be their first hit? <laughs> I mean, you got to. We love Nancy Drew. I don't know. <laughs> we love Nancy Drew. Uh, Which Sexy City character song. are you? <laughs> that's their whole. That's their. That's the whole title of the song. I miss yeah. you like squand. Like it's yeah, all. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> I think that their coverage of um, politics is um, unnecessary. <laughs> Do you guys ever feel that way? It's, I think it's unnecessary, but also like pretty good. <laughs> I know. So, well, here's the thing. Uh, I'm really very conflicted, conflicted because um, obviously that's the only way that we can reach out to millennials um, is by you know posting about uh, political news on on sites like BuzzFeed. But it also when sandwiched between yeah, which Sex and City character are you? Um, the harshest would you rather for Taco Bell breakfast items when it's sandwiched between those articles it feels insincere oh, it's, yeah it's <laughs> it feels silly because also like the front page is just everything yeah you, can't, you don't go and you're like okay well here's the Here buzzfeed part yeah and then you're like, no it's all just there here's yeah. this really in-depth report or like 
a 20 page interview with somebody it's maybe very that's, good maybe that's the way to do it though because then it's just kind of and this is not the buzzfeed podcast but it can be Ooh. Uh, like if you, said. if you donate enough on our patreon we'll change it over um, <laughs> but no i do think it's actually kind of good because then you're just like uh you might get people accidentally stumbling on it whereas I they know. wouldn't have yeah electorally it's just done a it. shame that yeah you have to trick people they had a really great long form piece recently and this is if anybody knows me in real life or knows me online uh uh, this is completely on brand. It was called The Slow Fade of Tom Hanks. <laughs> um, and it was talking about hit over the course of his career, like how he sort of, you know, transitioned from being like at first he was sort of positioned to being this leading man heartthrob. And that was like not correct. Yeah, and then slowly right. transitioned <laughs> into being everybody's dad. Um, but it was like a really well-written long form piece that I felt was like really odd that was on yeah. BuzzFeed. But it was great. Well, that's so, the thing, yeah, because yeah. I imagine it was long and it had paragraphs and yes. those paragraphs had words. Uh, so many of their things are just like, here's a sentence. And yeah. That's it. That's what you, you get. Go, that's all you get. But if they, you, you know. Gotta get those clicks. Right. So I imagine there's a version of that that's like the slow fate of Tom Hanks, but it's just a sentence and a gif. <laughs> and it's so, really, it's really a bad. It's would you rather. Right. But you take <laughs> the time to yeah. extrapolate on it. Then yeah. You get and something good and out shout out to one of our former Simpsons guests, Lewis Peitzman, who actually writes a lot of the best articles on Buzz. Exactly. Yes, yes, he does. Yeah. And uh, he wrote a really great Simpsons one that I think about and look to often as research for the show. Yeah. yeah. So check those out, yeah. listeners. Mm. Spend some time and thought on the things that you do. Yeah, uh, we're going to spend some time and thought on this right oh. now. Uh, so, uh, what what about this appeals to you? Uh, other than Stampy, I'm going to assume. Sure. You, I oh, assume that's a big best. part of it. Uh, one, <laughs> like a, a feisty feline. Stampy's so great. <laughs> <laughs> feline means cat. He's an elephant. Uh, <laughs> this episode, I mean, you were saying that there were other episodes that had yeah. like certain jokes that you really liked. This one has it's a ton of really great jokes. Well, it's a Swartzwalder episode. Uh, exactly. So well, that's the thing. I wanted to sort of make sure I got a Swartzwalder episode in. Um, and that's a great strategy. And there are a lot yeah, to choose from. There are a lot to choose from. Uh, they're all wonderful. Uh, I love Stampy because he always looks so bored. Yeah. <laughs> and you, he didn't need to because it's a cartoon and you want us to love an animal. So you give them like the cartoon eyes and you give them personality. Like the Simpsons have. Right. But no, he's just the most bored looking <laughs> animal ever, no matter what. I love it. Yeah. Uh, His eyelids are always at half mast. Exactly. Mm -hmm. um, but also, I think I just really, I really like the episodes and Marge Be Not Proud is a good example of this, but ones that sort of go out of their way to show that Bart isn't a sociopath. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and they do that a lot, specifically with animals. I feel where like he just has a very uh, deep love for animals, totally, which mm -hmm. is the sign yeah. of not a sociopath. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, uh, Bart Junior, Chirpy Boy, stuff like that, where he just like mm -hmm. puts himself in the way of the protect for the protection of animals, and I really uh, yeah. enjoy that about it. Totally, that's something that I mentioned. Uh, you probably saw. Um, for a long time on Twitter, people were saying, have you ever noticed that this election is Bart versus Lisa? And I was like, no, mm. Bart is a little boy uh, <laughs> who like, sometimes does graffiti and also cried when a bird died. Right. Yeah. Trump is an evil, yeah, Bart's horrible not a monster. Yeah. <laughs> monster of a man. Yeah. Like, so didn't you say it was Mr. Burns versus Lisa? Yeah, I did. It's so perfect. Um, but then yeah. people people got mad because even and even I could understand like I I would choose Burns over Trump any day. Yeah, me any too. day. Well, he cares about Smithers and he does have a tenderness to him that we see occasionally. He yeah, he'd he'd let gay rights still be a thing. Yeah. yeah, and he's he's kind of harmless. He is. Like I mean, the evil things he does. Sure, if, if he with had, his money, but like he's not. 
I couldn't say he's an evil person. He did try to block out the sun, but honestly, evil, it right. gets so <laughs> hot. Mind. It gets so hot that I kind of wish yeah. that he did. I feel like his evil plots are just sort of playing a game of chicken with himself. I think that he's like really just sort of seeing like how far he can go to get away with something. And then once somebody like admonishes him for it, he goes, Oh, uh, you know, and like right. re-strategizes. He's like a little kid kind of. Yeah. A lot of money. Mm-hmm. And even like the, the, like the slurry that's, he really tried. He tried so hard. He wants mm-hmm. to be a good person, but he, just didn't he get it. is, uh, you know, he just wants money too. Yes. And that's, you know, that's honestly something that I can't, uh, argue with, uh, Republicans about it like if it's strictly a financial platform like I, I do understand where they're coming from yeah but if that's your issue if, okay. if your issues are social issues and it's no right. question of course 100%. right and I also can't imagine you, uh, you could put Mr. Burns in the room with any woman and he would be inappropriate no you know? yeah no he'd he's, be a, res- he's a fucking gentleman have you he seen how he acts when he goes to like uh, you know uh, Marge's mom mm-hmm. yeah like, he's, that's right and, yeah. And, and with Marge yeah and with Marge mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. He's, he croons yeah he's very yeah. uh, he's very old fashioned and not in the terrible way <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that Trump is. Uh, and he joins the bowling league and is like, so I yeah. love Burns. Yeah. Burns no, is great. Burns is great. And and yeah. He's also, I would say he's very similar to Trump in, oh, like you say, the bowling thing. He just wants people to like him. Yeah. yeah. And that's like, aside from all the other things, Trump just wants people to like him and think he's great. Yeah. And Mr. Burns is like, yeah, I'll be, uh, we're buddies. We're on a team. But it, it's different. Yeah. I, th- I feel like Burns and Trump both want people to like them. But for Burns, it's it's there's more of a genuine, sincere goal of like actually liking. I feel like with Trump, he just wants people to like him enough to numbers. follow him and to get the right, numbers right. and to like, yeah, to sort of present the illusion of a following. Yeah, you're yeah. right. And I think he wants to he wants people to like him because that makes him feel good about himself. Yeah. Not like Mr. Burns, like just wants friends. For sure. <laughs> And yeah. I don't think Trump cares about friends or people. Oh, oh no. He just he's, wants, he's it's all about, always about him. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, really quick, just because it's on my mind, and then we'll go into the actual episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, but one of my favorite Burns lines ever, we haven't talked about this episode, but it's the one where they get caught in the cabin when it's snowing. That was that was the other one I was going to do. It's Ooh, so, so good. good. But my favorite line is when um, <laughs> Homer is just like, oh, we shouldn't. We can make snowmen. And he's just like, no, no, we can make real men out, <laughs> out of, snow. of snow. Their interaction there is so yeah. funny. But anyway, I what a fun pairing, too. I love them yeah. together. I yeah. would, but that's another thing, too. Really quick, actually, <laughs> because this Trump thing is very interesting. Um, but uh, one argument that he is more like Trump than I said is that uh, when you see him trying to win the movie award, um, he does go out of his way to like really manipulate and like buy people out and like do anything he possibly can. And that's something that Trump would do. I think oh. Trump would have behaved the exact same way with the Steven Sp- Spielberg. Are you <laughs> kidding me? I mean, the very thing that like Trump is accusing Hillary of doing of rigging the election, if if Trump had an easy out to do just that, he'd be like, hell yeah, baby. Oh, absolutely. He's, <laughs> I think he's pissed because he didn't think of it yeah. first, quote unquote. His whole, everything he does is projecting. Everything mm-hmm. he says is about somebody else. Yeah, yeah. so I'm saying uh, he would do what himself. Burns did. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, uh, yeah no, I'm, I'm agreeing. I'm agreeing, he's yeah. He's at rallies telling people to vote twice. 
Yeah. That's you're literally telling them to rick it. It's like, so crazy. You're, you're just an idiot. I know. I know. So I have been checking uh, five thirty eight uh, mm-hmm. and Don't just like that. pacing back and forth healthy. and going. Oh. But you know what? I mean, we're time stamping this a little bit, but um, right. Beyonce, Beyonce and Jay Z. Ooh, Beyonce and Jay Z just uh, did a rally for Hillary, and I think that that's right. going to be a good hail mary pass for them. You guys, me. tomorrow is the election. Today is Monday. Tomorrow is the election. Yes. You must vote for Hillary Clinton. Please or vote. Just we're vote. not. We're gonna yeah. block you oh if no. you vote for Trump. You're not allowed to listen to our podcast. Yeah, Can you just block like people from downloading this <laughs> podcast yeah. from Twitter. We, we as a podcast, <laughs> just like the New Yorker has, the New York Times, I believe, and and other publications, we endorse Hillary Clinton. You heard it here first. Yeah. Our ad mentions are about to become a shit show. <laughs> it's that's if yeah. you like Trump, that's your choice, uh, and it's our choice to block you, you know if you don't vote for Hillary. I don't think our ad mentions are going to be a shit no, show. No, our followers are smart and funny. Anyone yeah. that's anyone that Trust likes the Simpsons Lisa. knows that the Simpsons are all a bunch of Democrats. Yeah, it, and decent you know, people. This decent, very good episode has <laughs> Stampy running through the Republicans. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> literally says we are evil. And you know what? You know what? I, I here's the thing. I would never, I would never get this political uh, in 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 my life, in my podcast, <laughs> in my social media presence, whatever. This year is an exception. Yeah, you, it's so important. I don't think it's inappropriate that we are being so strong in our opinions. Also, about I don't voting. mind being inappropriate, and I'll I'll take a bullet if you want to say, you know, ah, you guys be nice. I'll say, fuck no. you all. <laughs> no, let's both be yeah. bad cops. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Do it. Uh, this anyway, is the only <laughs> no, no, no. This is about Trump now. Uh, this is the only year that like. So many publications haven't endorsed anybody in hundreds of years. I know. And they're like, this is important. I know. So yeah. Just, just go vote. So we Don't just vote. Voting. Get other people to vote. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're steal, voting for steal Hillary. Their votes. <laughs> Take their votes. <laughs> vote twice. Uh, anyway. Well, before we get <laughs> too far into this episode or too far into political discourse, um, let's read the summary. Yes. <laughs> uh, how many minutes in are we on this? Uh, we are at Almost 17. <laughs> Beautiful. I so, love it. So, another thing about Trump. <laughs> but you know what? As far as, like, the podcast landscape goes, like, there are episodes of, like, Doughboys where they go, like, a full hour before even mentioning the goddamn restaurant. So Hell yeah. we are good. <laughs> yeah, I'm putting Doughboys on blast. <laughs> anyway. Uh, put in them in the list. oven. Ooh, put, ooh, put them in the oven. Okay. Uh, Not like that, you freaks. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think. I meant because they're dough. <laughs> yes. Okay. okay. Um, I'm making okay. them into cookies or <laughs> yeah. bread. Whatever dough turns into. <laughs> I don't cook. <laughs> well, a dough could, turn, dough could turn into a number of things. So you're very correct, Tell Allie. me about dough. Um, well, first you take flour. And um, the summary of this dough, episode. Even in this episode. <laughs> oh okay, God. anyway. Wow. You, a couple you times. Are, you are. He asks the question dough. He confirms dough. You are a Segway robot of the highest. Of the highest. Speaking highest. of robots. Speaking what of. a bunch of clowns. Whoa. All right, summary. In this episode... They say clowns in this episode. Oh, Bart, we are not high. Um, in this episode, uh, though I wish I were, um, in this episode... In this episode. Bart wins a radio contest and is awarded a full-grown African elephant that he names Stampy. Mm-hmm. After... Mm-hmm. <laughs> in this <out>. episode... <laughs> no. After Stampy wrecks the Simpsons' house and eats all the food, Homer decides to sell Stampy to an ivory dealer. Bart runs away with Stampy to save his pet, but the family finds the two at a museum exhibit, where Homer falls into a tar pit. Homer is saved by Stampy, and so gives the elephant away to an animal refuge instead. 
Yeah. That checks out. That yeah. checks out. That was pretty comprehensive. The, yeah, that the, was everything. The B story is my favorite ever, which is that uh, Stannis' little helper and Snowball are trying <sighs> so to I know. win their attention <laughs> over. <laughs> I guess I guess that is the closest thing to a B story in this episode. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it, it could. It's technically like a runner, but right. It's not really. Yeah, the A story really takes up a lot of real estate. Yeah, because like that. If we're gonna call that a B story, that doesn't resolve. <laughs> no, they, just want, they still want attention. By the end. Yeah, I would say it's more of a runner because there's no heightening with it but I do love I mean we see it in the first it's one of my favorite visual jokes on the Simpsons ever yeah ever and it's something that really tickled my family when uh, we were watching it uh, growing up but um, when they first get Stampy and Stampy does this huge elephant roar and like the two animals just tear (laughs) off down the block like terrified and then we see their little heads bobbing up up in the horizon and then he roars again it's so funny my me and my dad up as kids too like as well you know he was an adult but when we were <laughs> uh when we were little like that was like so crazy because i remember like we had the dvds and we paused it and like yeah. we watched it so animal funny. jokes are so yeah. funny in this show and i thought of you too I, i've i sometimes when i watch these episodes because we don't watch them spoiler alert guys we don't watch them together all the time um Aww. and i know to shatter to shatter the image <laughs> um yeah we don't live in a monkey's like clubhouse <laughs> though I wish we did. Um, <laughs> That's not even his real hat. I know. Uh, but uh, I thought of you <laughs> in, I think it's like the be. second beat with uh, the pets <laughs> and they're like playing a keyboard and like uh, trying to vie for I the attention so of the family. Much. It's so cute. I thought of you. I thought you were laughing. Thank you. I You're was. both looking up at the same moon, though we were in different <laughs> locations. Anyway, yeah, it's great. Um, I mean, there are tons of great jokes in this. Um, one of the jokes toward the beginning, and this is, you know, we talk about it a lot on this podcast that they really get like the psychology of kids and like how they interact mm-hmm. and how they see the world completely right. Um, and so there's a line uh, everybody is at the breakfast table and they're sort of like talking about like, you know, all the, the things they're going to be doing that day and, and the house is a complete mess, disaster. Um, but Bart says, uh, after breakfast, me and Melhouse are going down to the ravine. We got a tip from a six-year-old that there's a dead Martian down there. <laughs> yeah. um, it's something so, so simple, but yet yeah. very revealing of, of how in touch they were with yes, that absolutely. kind of, you know, and silly yeah, go stand by me like kid mentality. I also love that it's uh, Homer's a part of it too. Like the three of them are yeah. like having mm-hmm. so much fun today. Right. I was going to say there's a, she's, I forget exactly what she's saying she's going to go do. There's like a festival there's a, of some there's kind. There's a girl's like, a, um, like band thing. Yeah. Happening. And she ends it with, you want to go with me, daddy-o. Yeah. Because yeah. so it's like a jazz. Like, yeah, yeah like it is very sweet. Daddy-daughter stuff. And the best thing is that Homer is just like, would love to, but right. I have to do this. And yeah. it's like very, right. very communal. Like it's very fun. It's and very I like sweet. that Marge puts the kibosh on it and tells him yeah. if they need to clean. Well, I like I also, when she takes a stand. <laughs> I also love how it just it starts with her just uh, uttering the things that she sees. <laughs> Underpants. Bowling. Ball more, <laughs> more under underpants. Pants. Like it's just. I like seeing the Homer bowling ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. I feel like that. Whenever that pops up, yeah, it's a good callback, and it's a, it's like an analogy that I feel gets referenced a lot in daily life for a lot of people, but um, particularly with um, me and Mike, uh, where he. I don't know how he brings it up, but that it's. I, I love Mike, and Mike does love The Simpsons, but that's like one of the key references that he will fully get and fully inject into conversation. So he'll be like, "I'm not saying that I'm giving you a whole Homer bowling ball, but <laughs> or something. <laughs> I don't know. Bad example, but you guys get it. Um, yeah, and I love so. Then uh, Marge forces them to clean the house and and not do what they were planning to do for that day. And we see um, Homer in the basement. And there's a fun interaction where he's like, I called dibs on the basement. And they're like, you got it. And then we see it's like, yeah, we see it's like a huge disaster area. 
and he does the dough. But I love um, that Marge yells at him for keeping all the old TV guides. Um, and I love his line of, sure, it's not a- 1985 right now, but who knows what tomorrow will bring. <laughs> and then we get the great Gummer Pyle. Oh, yeah. I love Pyle. Shazam. Something just a beautiful thing about the show when you're a kid and who gets that reference when they're a kid? What I did. Oh, I liked all the you. old stuff. I, I did watch Nick at Night. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I guess I'm alone. I'm alone in my principles. <laughs> I know. Uh, <laughs> there it goes to write that the hit song. The principle is in this episode. <laughs> That's something that I think about all the time when people are moody online or uh, at open mics. <laughs> yeah, it's a good go-to. <laughs> when somebody, yeah. this is this is a very specific uh, example of that. So say somebody at an open mic like goes up on stage and, and lays out what they believe is like a killer, maybe it's a politically charged joke or something that they're very excited about and it just bombs <laughs> and they walk off t- stage dejected. I think of that quote like, <laughs> Like, oh, there he goes. Off to write that hit song. Alone <laughs> in my principles. Uh, in case you guys uh, are are not aware, that's a reference from yeah. that thing you do. Speaking of Tom Hanks. Speaking of Tom Hanks, that yeah. thing you do I quit. is also... <laughs> I, quit. It, I quit. I quit, Mr. It's White. It's one of the best movies of all time. We could it do a whole podcast up. about it. And it does, it does hold, hold up. up. Anyway... Um, back to <laughs> anyway. this episode. Anyway, so uh, we learned, um, as you mentioned earlier, Mike Scully was on the podcast, and we learned from him um, that in almost every episode of The Simpsons, they really push for having a moment that could only be done in an animated format Mm -hmm. to sort of like earn the fact that they were an animated show instead of a a live action show. And I think that we really see that in this (laughs) moment of Homer being in the basement. (coughs) He is, um, you know, cleaning up the floor and he uses that Mr. Cleanser. He does not do it in a (laughs) well-ventilated area. And so he ends up, um, you know, uh, what's the word? Oh, um, he ends up... Uh, he hallucinates. Hallucinates. The, yeah, that's yeah. the word I was looking for. Um, and so all of the characters from the bottles come to life. And they like start to <laughs> crawl all over him. And he tries to fight them off. Um, the Mr. Cleanser goes, I must destroy you. And he starts to scream. And then Marge says, Homer, what's going on down there? And I love this moment because it's something that I feel we only really see in the Treehouse of Horrors when there are like <laughs> tiny creatures that like yeah. like the tiny crusty doll or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or... Um, the uh, the mascots yeah, from the different food places in that one just don't look episode, um, but they all pause as if they're real so and not hallucination. I love that. And so he goes nothing, and then uh, she says, "Then stop screaming so loud." Just <laughs> <laughs> like but a very yeah, soft. Down and, I, they, and they like fight him a little a less. Little they fight him like, a little less. Yeah, I I love that they sort of react as if they are real. Yes. In that Anytime universe. there's yeah hallucination where the hallucination plays along and yes. is is in that reality. I feel even like they do not. that a lot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I, I was done. Uh, I was going to say, right before uh, we actually even get anyone cleaning, there's a really funny moment between uh, Bart, uh, Marge, and Homer where, you know, she's blocking the doorway and oh, and God. Bart's just like, uh, it's pretty hard to go when you're standing there, Mom. <laughs> Push, <laughs> Homer's her down, Push her down, so. son. <laughs> <laughs> that is one of my favorite yeah, things. I love Homer coaching his kids to be shitty. Yes. We also get that uh, really cool um, kind of uh, movie James Bond type of shot. Like you go um, like an aerial shot of Bart trying to escape and the music is dramatic. And then yeah. I think you'll find it's impossible to escape. Like yeah. this very, <laughs> that is what it feels like when your mom is trying to get yes. you to clean. Oh, it's yeah. just like there's, it, oh no, right. <laughs> I've been trapped. Love, Here we are. Because she mm-hmm. also, uh, Marge is such an unsung hero. I love her. The um, best. Yeah. Uh, but she has this line where Bart is cleaning and yes. she's just like, cleaning doesn't have to be a chore. Marge, that's literally <laughs> what it is. It's so, and like, that's such a throwaway line that is yeah. so, 
weirdly clever. Yeah, no, they do a lot of that. I mean, I'm, it's probably just Schwarzwelder too, really right. injecting that just kind like of sensibility. But yeah, yeah. Uh, like a lot of like really funny logical jokes, you know, yeah. like sort of playing off of like twisting the logic of, of a line and right. commenting on it. I think is is super fun. It's something they do all the time. Yeah, and just like they make sure that every single line is. If it's not a funny line, they'll do that to it. Yeah, because she could have just said, "Well, don't don't be upset. Listen to music." No, they made it a joke. Yeah, exactly. And then we get that great <laughs> moment where she puts on a song. It's <laughs> just like uh, another day older and I'm deeper in debt. Yeah. Oh man, Ernie. <laughs> Yeah, 16 uh, times. I love how much th- just the reality is constantly <laughs> commenting on their lives. Uh, uh, <laughs> and then we get, <laughs> we get that great, great, great laugh out loud funny moment with Bill Clinton. Where Bill yeah. Clinton is like with the girls jazz singers and Mo goes by and is just like, get b- hey, Clinton, get back to work. Make me. Make me. <laughs> I, was, I know. I was listening to that uh, episode last night as I fell asleep and I woke up to laugh out loud. Yeah. <laughs> how, how quaint and folksy are our vision of politics and bill clinton God. were now that we're looking back God. from yeah, <laughs> 2016 yeah. as i've said binder full of women is just so delightful now binder right. full of women i know anyway not to go down that <laughs> rabbit hole again uh, but I, I loved it when our our uh, president was only known as being a sax player loving mcdonald's fries and going yeah. jogging yeah thank you saturday night live <laughs> thank you saturday night live thank you really neutered him <laughs> um yeah and so then so I actually, I mean, I knew um, that this was the correct episode, but if I was just watching it... I had to stop and I, make sure that it was the right yes, one. Yes, because <laughs> this is such a prime example of a sharp right turn from the first act to what the rest of the episode was. was. Right, like, they <laughs> negate it. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, you just spend five minutes, like, what what can we do where they just clean the house for five minutes? What? How many <laughs> jokes can we get out of that? Yeah. And they do that. And then the house is messy instantly. So funny. It's yeah. so good. The door yeah. swings open. Yeah. yeah. And um, it's it's beautiful. But then we have Bart uh, overhearing from the radio, KBBL, <laughs> give me something stupid. And so there's this contest that he, um, you know, enters and, and wins this elephant. Um, in between, we get a really good moment with Wiggum. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, I know. That's, I thought of you because you love Wiggum. Love Wiggum. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyone want to walk us through what happens there? I don't remember the exact <laughs> line. I just remember it well, being very he keeps, funny. He, he keep <laughs> Bart keeps uh, answering the phone and saying KBBL is going to give me something stupid. Uh, one time, Grandpa Simpson is clearly <laughs> having a heart attack. Yeah, <laughs> and he hangs up the phone. <laughs> don't hog the line, Grandpa. Uh, and then the. Uh, the is it is this uh the two radio announcers is this their first episode as well? I no, I don't not? think so. Okay, okay, mm-hmm. okay. I feel like they appear earlier. I maybe thought in so. The Bleeding Gums but this was like the one. first time I f- felt like they were we get characters. to know them. Yeah, we get to know them a little bit more. Uh, then their relationship mm-hmm. and how they feel about their each other. Yeah, and their fears about the future. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, so Snake has taken like he's wearing like the cop clothes. And right. He's tied up and he's like oh, trying yeah. to get the police to help and knocking like, knocking the phone over with his head. take this job and shove it now let's make another one of our lucky phone calls okay just answer the phone with a special phrase that pays and you'll have your choice of ten thousand dollars in cash (laughs) or a really stupid prize (laughs) well let's make that call kbbl is gonna give me something stupid bart i'm having palpitations can't type the line grandpa Isn't that a lot better? Now you 
can do whatever you want, but don't mess up the house. We, we won't. won't. And now let's try another lucky phone call. Help! Help us! They stole our uniforms, guns, and tasers! Ew. Fry, piggy. No. No. No, don't. No. Ah! Ah! A little to the left. Ah, that's the stuff. Oh, I'm sorry. The phrase is, KBBL is going to give me something stupid. Pretty weird. <laughs> Let's try one more number. <gasps> Yellow? KBBL is going to give me something stupid. The hot dog. We have a wiener. Yellow? I won. I won. You win your choice of $10,000 or what's our gag price this week, Bill? <laughs> a full-grown African elephant. Well, all that money sounds mighty tempting, Marty, but I think I'm going to have to go with the elephant. He's taking the elephant instead of the money. The kid wants the elephant. We don't have a damn elephant. Don't whisper into the mic. <laughs> kid, the elephant's a gag prize. Nobody takes the gag prize. You want the cash. I want the elephant. <laughs> Stick it to the man. No, wait. We'll call you back. Bert! With $10,000, we'd be millionaires. We could buy all kinds of useful things like... Love! Or double-ply windows. They look just like regular windows, but they'll save us 4% on our heating bill. Well, they will. You all seem to be forgetting the most important thing, which is that it's wrong to imprison an animal. Lisa, go to your room. Uh, so one of the things, one of the Marge lines that's so great, like once Bart does win this and says that he wants the elephant, mm -hmm. uh, Bart, uh, Homer's also very funny. He's like, yeah, stick it to the man, son. And he's like, wait. And like, <laughs> hangs up the phone. He's like, well, if we had $10,000, we'd be millionaires. We'd be billionaires. Um, and then we get little Marge. It's like, we get double-plied windows. They look just like regular windows. Yeah. Uh, but it would save us 4% on our heating bills. Well, it would. Well, it yeah. Will. And then Lisa goes, you all seem to be forgetting the most important thing, which is that it's wrong to imprison an animal. Lisa, go to your room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and uh, yeah, oh, another thing I, I noticed just during that, there are crickets during both of those lines. Really? They're very, very faint. That's so oh, wow. Like they didn't even, they're just so subtle with everything. They could have easily just been like, this is the cricket joke yeah, that we're yeah. doing. Yeah. It's faint. It doesn't even matter, but it's there. That's great. There's a moment right before that that I want to just touch upon from the um, KBBL radio host where they say, he's taking the elephant instead of the money. The kid wants <laughs> the elephant. We don't have a damn elephant. Don't, don't whisper, whisper into the mic. Into the mic. <laughs> um, my favorite moment, uh, or the, I think maybe the hardest I laughed because it's a joke that I didn't really remember, is when they're trying to bribe Bart and they bring in Skinner <laughs> and they're just like, we'll give him $10,000 and he'll have to wear his pants down for the entire year. He I'll says, do it, I'll do it, Bart. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. I know. It's so weirdly complacent. And yeah. And also we get a little, uh, they also predicted the movie The Lobster <laughs> when they oh, said yeah. they're going to turn him bit. into a lobster type creature. He didn't yeah. agree to that though. Gosh. <laughs> I mean, some some of these Simpsons predicted it are a bit of a stretch. I hey, uh, <laughs> sorry. That is so. I uh, just real quick tangent. That's very frustrating. I like. They didn't predict that Donald Trump would run for president. They made a joke about him running for president after he already ran for president. Yeah, right, the, right. Like that thing that people pass around. It's from 2001 after mm -hmm. he ran for president. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, and even like the Cubs stuff, I feel like you see a lot of like, it's oh, not, they yeah. predicted the Cubs winning. Parks and Rec predicted the Cubs winning the World Series. No, they hadn't won the World Series in a long time. So people make a lot of jokes about it. I feel like it's actually not... <laughs> that one was a little bit more on the money because like Michael Shore, right? Is that the Parks yeah. and Rec guy? Yeah. He was just so 
like confident in it and very specific oh, in his it? prediction. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I feel like yeah, for all the other Simpsons ones or just TV shows in general, like they predicted this. I think it's more of what you're talking about that it was like a random grab bag. Okay. Right. Like they're making a joke and they're not in the business of predicting things no. in the first place. So like, um, they did predict 9/11 in the um the New York episode. We talked about it. There was when Bart holds up the uh, pamphlet for the train that goes there. It's nine cents, and then you have the two towers, yeah, which yeah, makes yeah. nine eleven. And then I read it on air, but in case you missed that episode, um, oh gosh, who wrote that? I don't remember. But the person that wrote that was just like, I don't know. Nine is funnier than eight, and oh right. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. But there's that. Nine I mean, there's that one I moment where <laughs> that. I, I should comment that I was doing a lot of uh, head gestures and. And ooga yeah. kind of uh, looks, and and that's not audible. So I wanted to make sure that the yeah. listeners got the full experience. Yes, we were very, very <laughs> en- engrossed and surprised. I was going. Um, I love that. Uh, in that same episode, there's that joke where Homer's like, uh, "Jet fuel can't melt steel beams." Yeah, and like, whatever happened to Building Seven? Like, God, yeah, I, I know. What a line. How? But that was just they... the joke. It wasn't commenting. Right. On... They were just making jokes about it. It's a funny thing. Yeah. It's not predicting anything. We're it just kidding. Out that way. We're just a bunch of kidders, yeah. anyway. And uh, I love. I love that the Bart in the background of this is screaming, "There's my, uh, I want my elephant," and so it comes across like it's part of the song, and you get to the retirement yeah. home. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, they're playing the elephant song. <laughs> I, I love that song. It reminds, it reminds me of elephants. Me of elephants. <laughs> yeah, I, I like that. Bart is taking this like activist stance mm-hmm. in this episode. Th- that makes me feel it's like when he's empowered in uh, behind a cause like that, and it's such a pure cause. It's like you made a promise to a child, right. and you broke that promise. Adults are wrong. This kid is right. Right. So he's, and he's taking a stance. Yeah, and he's not doing it in the... It could easily be like, I'm being a brat and like I just want an elephant. because I'm. No, he. you said an elephant or $10,000. And I said elephant. And that's yeah. what I get, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah I'm, a, I'm a little kid. You, <laughs> pro- you promised me. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I want. Yeah, and then uh, then we get the DJ 3000. I love uh, the way that uh, there's at least one uh, radio host who's like really on board with it. Yeah. <laughs> Which I, I, I love. keep up with the news like I that. Know, I so know, I know. I love those jokes. Uh, and yeah, when he goes, man, that thing's great. And then the other the other host goes, don't praise the machine. <laughs> uh, I just felt like don't praise a machine was a really funny line. Yeah. Look, our ratings are down and the station is being swamped with angry calls and letter bombs. All your fault. Yes, it is, ma'am. This is the DJ 3000. It plays CDs automatically, and it has three distinct varieties of inane chatter. Hey, hey, how about that weather out there? Whoa, that was the caller from hell. Well, hot dog, we have a wiener. Man, that thing's great. Don't praise the machine. If you don't get that kid an elephant by tomorrow, the DJ 3000 gets your job. Looks like those clowns in Congress did it again. What a bunch of clowns. <laughs> How does he keep up with the news like that? Yeah. They and just, then... They're very good at doing that, like, and just see making people talk like that now. Mm-hmm. Like, just the language they use is just seeped into everything mm-hmm. and the way we talk. And, like, don't praise the machine. That's just, like, a phrase. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just, like, um, my geode must be acknowledged. It's just, like, <laughs> part of our everyday... Uh, lexicon yeah but um so then the elephant gets delivered and we have that great animated moment of the eye and it getting dilated that's so cool um and uh, (laughs) i wrote down i thought that it was interesting that the radio djs personally delivered it (laughs) 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 i i I was trying to imagine if this was happening in the real world um how gnarly and crazy and stupid that would be (laughs) yeah because also 
she makes them do it. She's I like, know, if I you know. don't get an elephant, you're fired. But they look happy. This they look is... pleasant. Like, because it's such a quick <laughs> cut of them in the car. They like, they're like smiling. Well, they did it. They, they did they, it. They got they away with it. They checked it off our list. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, of course, uh, another uh, political joke. Uh, it looks like it could gore. <laughs> it does look <laughs> like Al Gore. <laughs> <laughs> um, we also get in this moment, and this is a, a line that I say a lot in regards to animals of all kinds. Um, he thinks he's people. I can't believe that's what this is from. He thinks, yeah. he thinks he's people i also freaked out i'm and you know what it may not be the origin of it because i remember mrs krabappel saying it in regards to sam as a little helper helper when bart brought him to school so it's just a simpsons so it could be yeah it could be a runner for that is that episode before or after this i'm not entirely sure tell us internet a lot of these seasons in this general area like i would say you know third through nine are kind of a big swirl right they bleed yeah Mm -hmm. they bleed together a lot this also has probably this is actually the line that I use the most in my life, but it's so subtle that when people ask, what are the lines you use? I always forget it. But in theory, communism works. Uh-huh. In theory. In theory. That's, yeah. That is definitely one mm-hmm. of the jokes. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. definitely one of the jokes. It's way the most. smarter than people could <sighs> fully give credit yeah. for. It's right. And I would say that, and that's the way I would talk. Like, in theory, this, I would just sort of fill in the blank. Yeah. Not exactly. really knowing quite what it meant yet because <laughs> yeah. I was like five at the time <laughs> or whatever. In theory, any sort of political groundbreaking movement is great in theory right. because that's where it should exist in theory. Like, that's why. I, I don't know. In practice, it always falls apart. Right. I feel. <laughs> they're very. Oh, they're so yeah. Smart. Um. So. Uh. Oh, and then we also get. So there's a ton of really great, you know, elephant jokes in this chunk. <laughs> and, like the Solid entire more, more so than in but any other episode. The way that this episode is paced and it speaks to what we were saying earlier about the A story kind of taking up all the real estate is that. Um, you know, it doesn't move at the same pace as a normal Simpsons mm-hmm. episode. It, 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 by kind of like definition, is a little bit slower because not a lot of action is happening. We just see, so, you know, we have the cleaning in the first act and the elephant is introduced. And then act two is just spent a lot of time with here's this elephant that we have to right. deal with. Nothing else happens that sort of like causes a rising conflict besides the ivory dealer. And that could be perceived as you're watching the episode as maybe a throwaway joke because it's in a sequence of other ways that homer is trying to pawn off this other guy yeah um but so then yeah within this chunk there's so many great jokes and there's so many great visual jokes i thought uh and i love this as like a gift to inject in in normal everyday life situations but um homer learning about the bird grooming stampy and then applying it to his own life and he's just so cute on that couch with the bird on his, his head, little face, nibbling his He's so little happy. face, oh, nibbling there he is. At, Look at, his, him. at his hairs, and that is a gift that I see people posting <laughs> all the time, and I'm always delighted to see yeah, it. Yeah, I was trying to remember what I used for our caption when we did that, but that was one of my favorites. Yeah, as well. I can't remember, but yeah, um, we also get another like Homer's uh, get rich quick scheme of like realizing this is obviously costing a lot of money, <laughs> and um, he decides to like l- let the I think they did this with the trampoline too, but like yeah. Yeah, letting really letting the yeah. yeah letting the kids come in and yeah yeah and the pool love, and uh, all that stuff even just the voice act they it's like he needs money kids knock on the door and ask to see the elephant <laughs> oh yeah like can we see the elephant we'll give you buddy <laughs> slams okay. the door that gives him the idea to put up a sign that says go, go away. away and then Bart yeah. here's a better sign yeah. right, but even that just like the uh, kids saying we'll give you money that's stuck in my brain just mm-hmm. the way that that we'll kid says it's like. 
They were so fun. good about the cadence of throwaway lines. Yeah. Didn't need yeah. to be a funny line, but the way they said it. They don't did do it. anything in haste. It's, no. It's, it's, it's everything is very well thought out, yeah. which I'm sure is like to the torture of the writers, <laughs> right. and the entire crew. But um, yeah, they they take great care with everything. Um, and then I love, and this is kind of jumping around, but I love that. So Homer has um, started charging the neighborhood kids to ride the elephant or see the elephant. And um, then it's not as profitable as he like. <laughs> so then he like goes back and raises the prices. And I love that meeting he has with like Milhouse's parents <laughs> of like, um, you know, well, Milhouse rode the elephant on this day and blah, blah, blah. Mm. And, and then we gave you $4. <laughs> we gave you $4. But that was on our old price now, our which is like price, so right. illegal. And, right. and like, that's yeah. Trumpian is what but that, that is. is. Trumpian. It's also kid logic because that's stuff yeah. that I would have thought of mm-hmm. as a kid too. To say, hmm, like just that kind of very, very blindly optimistic plan. Plan where yeah. you're just kind of like, okay, in the best case scenario, which will happen, this is right. what my right. life will be like. Right, 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 right. God, it's I, just I, I think get off our property. Off our I property. love Kurt being uh, Kurt. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I was just gonna say that, like, being an adult for me, at least when it comes to money um, and any kind of like uh, situations like this, has been really trying to uh push down that like wishful type of thinking that you have as a kid which is just like well this is the most money i could possibly get in the situation and therefore how i will budget my life yeah 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 (laughs) it's so stupid and kid logic but you just have to you have to learn um and yeah like you said this is when we get the slack-jawed yokels because we have um uh helen helen or helena Helena. Thank you, Helena. Helena. Troy, right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, she's saying, (laughs) she's saying just like, oh, well, you know, bad attitude or whatever, pretty much about the elephant. She's like, well, you'd be upset too if you were taken out of your natural habitat and slack jawed yokels would look (laughs) at you. And then she's like, oh, Ma, look at this spiky hair. (laughs) Look at the bow tie, the little girl. (laughs) And then, oh, I was going to say, just in terms of like the voice acting, I wish I had written down some of the lines that Lisa says, but I love Lisa in this episode, Mm -hmm. just in how she reads every single line. Yeah. Like, it's a lot, I don't know, it's like a lot more like important and like you know yeah you, know, you remember when she says in one episode just like when she gets to finally ride the pony when she's just like you've made me the happiest girl in the world yeah. she has a little bit of that in this episode There's like yeah this yeah. weird mid-atlantic kind <laughs> of cadence that she <laughs> yeah, she adapts like a... <laughs> from time to time she should be on the titanic <laughs> she should be on the titanic i would watch that um, i assume they've done a titanic episode right uh, by now like one of the three some, parts somebody's yeah. yelling at us right now as they're listening yeah. um yeah and i love lisa's stance throughout this episode because it's very consistent with her character of, of course. course she would be this voice of reason mm. of an- animal cruelty and I love the way Homer's interacting with her oh keeping him chained up in the backyard is cruel <laughs> pulling on his tail is cruel yelling <laughs> in his ears is cruel everything is cruel and then he gets swa- he, like, <laughs> the excuse arm, me if I'm cruel yeah the <laughs> arm his uh, his trunk uh, Stampy's trunk uh, wraps around Homer and puts him in his mouth and then he, when he pops out I love that he says now I've had my head in an elephant a hippo and a giant sloth and then we love get it. The most like Schwartzwaldery type of like visual joke when we cut to Mo in the bar with the peanuts. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I think you're taking advantage of my most generous <laughs> offer. Yes. It's so I know. good. And I love that they're kind of adding a dose of reality that um, Stampy <laughs> is not able to uh, live on just peanuts. And you right. see him like very dehydrated very, very and like sick. undernourished. Oh, that's actually one of the lines that Lisa gives in a very you ate it too fast. Yeah. You, yeah. you ate it too fast. Like, yeah. just, like so very, meek, but matter of fact. Yeah. <laughs> <I> know, <laughs> so like, disappointed. 
It should last you for you ate a two five. It's so cute. Yeah, it's so cute. And then um, one of the things well, we we talked about it earlier about the cat and dog. We love you. Like it's so funny. Yeah, we get that twister scene. I know with with Patty and Selma. Yeah, it's another. By the way, we're a cartoon, <laughs> just so you know. And the the glass guys, because that's such a trope. That is, mm. oh my god! I wrote that down. I can't believe I can't remember it from the first time I saw this. But it's such a funny joke. So yeah, that classic like, oh no, there's a car barreling down the street, and then there's people, you know, like carrying a pane of glass across the street. Which when did that happen ever? Right. Um, but I feel like it only happened in like old timey movies, and we've let it live on. But yeah, um, and then they throw it in the recycling for so those right, who don't remember. Right. Like Stampy dodges it, Bart dodges it, and then they throw it in the recycling. It's, it's perfect three beats. Um, I love uh, kind of jumping around Homer going over all the bills. And, um, you know, he's going over the food bill for Stampy and all that other stuff. And he gets to oversized decorative poncho. <laughs> and Bart goes, technically it's for a giraffe, but I think I can let it out a little, which is a very cute uh, Bart line. Uh, then we get another uh, kind of a running gag in The Simpsons is Wiggum not believing real yeah. things that are happening. <laughs> so yeah, of course it builds perfectly. Where it's just like, oh, an elephant running through your through your yard. Okay, lady. Oh, an elephant doing this. Okay. Oh, someone being held up or whatever. Uh, liquor, li- liquor store. <laughs> yeah, holding up a liquor store. Uh, like, I'll type it on down. my invisible Officer typewriter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wiggum had some good stuff this episode. <laughs> yeah, right, lady. An elephant ran through your front yard. Okay, Wiggum. Yeah, right, mister. Mm-hmm. An elephant just knocked over your mailbox. Okay. Wiggum. Yeah, right, buddy. Liquor store robbery officer down. Sure. And I'm Edward G. Robinson. I also love, uh, I wonder if this is another Simpsonsism where, because he's on the other line and Snake is tasing him. Oh, yeah. And he keeps like, ow, ow, ow. And it's, oh, wait, little to the left. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's the stuff. Yeah. Is, yeah, that's the stuff. Simpsons... That's something I, I feel like I've heard forever. I feel like I've heard it forever too. But like, I that's was five like, when I started watching the show, so maybe that's. Well, it? I was five when I was also watching like Jack Benny, and okay. like, well, that's mm. another thing is like a lot of like the Simpsons stuff does come from like radio type right, humor, right. yeah, you know, stuff that is very descriptive. Down I go, yeah, down, <laughs> yeah. down Shut I up, go, you. saying saying things that are happening, right? Yeah, I love it with so a much. visual. It's so funny. So then we get the Ivory Dealer, yes. and I love um, Lisa, uh, yeah, Mr. Blackheart. <laughs> Lisa asking him point blank, "Are you an?" Ivory dealer, and he laughs. And he goes, "Little girl, I've had lots of jobs in my day: whale hunter, seal clubber, president of the Fox Network, <laughs> and like most people, yeah. which like most <laughs> people, like most people yeah. yeah, I've dealt a little ivory. Yeah, just a l- even, a the little even the check is ivory. Which <laughs> always I love her, like kind of just like flicking it. Right. Yeah. I love uh, <laughs> this is something I, I hadn't noticed for a couple of my many many viewings of this episode in my life. Um, because she says, Mr. Blackheart, and he says, yes, my pretty. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I didn't realize such that. A, it's stereotypical so buried in that too. conversation. Oh, yeah. He's, he's sort of like this baron, right. too, in that moment. Um, and then uh, when they settle on, uh, you know, he's going to be, Homer's going to give Stampy to the ivory dealer. Um, uh, the ivory dealer says, I'll be back in the morning to pick up Stampy. And then uh, Homer goes, here's the keys. <laughs> Elephants don't have keys. I'll oh, just keep these. these then. Um, also, I love Homer saying to Bart, "It's like we'll get you a new elephant. I'll come back to get that one too." <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, and then, of course, Bart and Stampy, uh, you know, tear off into um, the unknown, and uh, they go through Ned's yard. And I love that uh, <laughs> Ned Flanders goes, uh, "Oh, it's the four elephants of the apocalypse." That's horsemen, Ned. 
Well, getting closer. <laughs> I yeah, love, so great. Uh, so many uh, moments in this episode specifically that have that sort of embedded funny scene in it too because he woke up and he's like, oh, the four <laughs> elephants of the apocalypse. No, this horseman... Getting closer. So earlier, there was another thing that ran <laughs> yes. through their yard and that also made him think he, that. he actively Wishful. lives his life waiting for uh, the apocalypse. Death. Right. And, <laughs> yeah. and, and also the, uh, the giant sloth uh, had my head in the giant sloth as well. So the slowest creature you could imagine. Somehow Homer <laughs> managed to get his head stuck in that. I love jokes so, like that. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Jokes that Sonya nod to, they paint a picture and they nod to now an expanded history <laughs> that we may never explore again, but it definitely adds a, another layer, another texture to that character. Right. I mean, I love it when TV shows explore full episodes of, and I may have said this before of like, oh, this is this one episode, this one character's dark day, don't you know? And then they expand on this whole other corner of their personal history that we didn't know previously, but it is consistent to what we know about them, you know, as a character right. in the show. Um, I love those kind of jokes. Yeah, it just makes it, it makes it a little inclusive too for yeah. the audience to be like, oh, now I'm learning. Now I get it. Now yeah. I get it. Of course he's like that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> can, can I talk about a joke that I feel not many people um would have caught in in the original uh viewing of this and and it it happened so quick but it's so fucking funny um so we have stampy just like tearing through the neighborhood a path of destruction and he's barreling toward the peanut factory (laughs) (laughs) oh my god oh my god this fucking joke when the guy shuts the door abruptly i'm guessing a manager whatever and he turns around he goes whoa this is the moment we feared people Many of you thought it would never happen, but I insisted we spend two hours every <laughs> morning training for it. <laughs> two hours every morning. Two you all hours. thought I was mad. Many of you requested to be transferred to another peanut factory. That's the best line. Well, and yeah. here's what makes it even better, you guys. <laughs> the entire time that this character is saying this in this animated show, it zooms in to add dramatic effect. <laughs> it was so beautiful for me to witness. I was like, that's a great joke. Whoever pitched that goddamn joke, maybe Swordswilder? It's gotta be. Give yeah. them give them uh, all the money. <laughs> but yeah, but then it didn't even pay off. Nope. They all get no. crushed by the elephants. The yeah. training didn't help. It didn't help. <laughs> Help. Two hours, uh, two hours like, every and day, like, and that's and, uh, yeah. Just like there are all these scenes that you can imagine, they're so ridiculous. All these employees going up and be like, "Can you transmute transfer me to another peanut factory, please? I don't like doing these drills two hours every morning." But that's also, I mean, just what we were talking about may not be a character that we know and love that is expanding their personal history, but that's sort of a nod to a completely different timeline that existed right. up until that moment for that joke to happen of like two hours every day doing these yeah. silly training. And, like, like what Two is hours. and what is that training? Like what is it? <laughs> what is it? You lock the door and you run away or something yeah. like a simulation of an elephant, <laughs> right. uh, somebody in an elephant suit barreling toward yeah, the front. Yeah, that could do it. That's like that a Joe job that they have at the factory. To a different peanut factory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, there's so many peanut factories in Springfield. Right. People don't talk about it often. Peanut factories and pillow factories. There's, cracker, there's a lot of pillow factories. Cracker factories, pillow factories. I, I love the running joke of blank factory. Box yeah. factory. Back, box factory. Fireworks factory. Fireworks factory. My boy's a box. <laughs> My boy. Um, but uh, one of the one of the most like this is I don't know this upcoming joke is one that I feel like would have been in a lot of Simpsons promos just like coming up next the Simpsons and then it would show this next joke oh yeah and I know what you're, ta- you're well, yeah about. of course well I assume wouldn't it be so embarrassing if it weren't <laughs> but uh, it's you know it's a joke that is like so so just ha- of course they made this joke I can't hype it up enough it's just very <laughs> funny 
It's just doe a deer, female yep. oh, deer. Oh, I was going to try and hype it up even more. I was like, coming in three seconds. <laughs> coming in two seconds. Anyway. But Next week's it, episode. It's so, so, <laughs> it's so funny. It, the, the pacing is great. The it's direction beautiful. of it is great. You pan to each person. You get Homer saying doe, and you don't even realize that that's how he meant it. Yeah, so it's good. so deer. funny. And I love Marge a going, female deer. A female deer. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? That's a joke that like kids. kids I was going to say, that's a so very kid-friendly joke. Love. It's so clever. But as and an as, as an adult, if I just saw that, I'd be like, "That's a funny joke. That's a nice little pun." But like as a kid, it's just so good because you get to finally get what your parents are laughing right. at. It's a reference that everyone knows because mm-hmm. you so sing beautiful. it, and you you don't even have I'm to know so it's from sound because it's one of those things. It's one of the references that is outside of the actual reference. Like it is from Sound of Music, but it's also a vocal warm up, and right. it's also something that everyone just kind of has heard in their life. So they're just like, "That's funny." <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, I wonder how long they've been like sitting on that. Yeah, oh, it's perfect. You know? And then uh, Homer in the tar is so, so classic. Good. And it's so perfect. <laughs> Pulling his legs out with his face. It's completely correct. <laughs> it's completely correct. Some some choices yeah. are just like, oh, yeah, that, that, um, that's the it's, correct choice. There is no other way to <laughs> do There's that. There's no other way to do this, of course. We we want. The, the American public is just desperately ambling for the image of Homer Simpson Going being slowly lowered in the tar. <laughs> they Using want it. Begging for it. That was also, the, that was the second part of that promo commercial for yeah. next week. <laughs> it was Doe Deer, Female Deer, and then Homer and Tarb. Are you guys ready for a little bit of trivia about this episode? Yes. There isn't anything particularly tasty, but I just <laughs> wanted to touch upon. Um, Matt Groening thought that this was a quintessential John Schwartzfelder episode. Correct. Yeah. So <laughs> so if that comforts you. Um, uh, and also uh, to David Merkin, uh, when they were making this episode, it was very important uh, to make um, Stampy a bit of a bastard, as he described <laughs> it. Um, that uh, he didn't want to put, uh, he didn't want to have Stampy put anybody on his back. Instead, he would put him in his mouth, and that uh, Markin said that the elephant never quite bonds because it's a very cantankerous animal, a concept that was very important to this episode. So there was a political stance. Love well, that. also, yeah. just um, th- to that point, the best line in this episode, uh, apart from my favorite earlier, is the final epi- mm-hmm. uh, final moment, which we, Julia and I, uh, use uh, around each other, and people people use it across the world. Uh, but uh, some some animals, like people, are just jerks. Yes, yeah. and we actually we had. A moment um, at Disneyland. Yeah, just earlier this week we went to Disneyland thanks to because that's the um, we are. Thank you, DJ. Yeah, DJ Clulo, uh, friend of the show, sent us some Disneyland tickets because he's oh, the nicest boy. So and um, you can all send us Disneyland tickets. Yeah, and you too. Don't feel like it's just DJ. I know. <laughs> Knock him off his perch. Um, anyway, we went to go see. We went to go see. We rode on that new ride, Soren. Used to be uh, Soren over California. Now it's just Soren over the world. And part of it, uh, they <laughs> really, really I know, expanded. I know they really expanded. <laughs> um, part of it is you are Soren over um, Africa, and there are mm-hmm. a bunch They're of different elephants. elephants. And they were there were a couple of elephants They're that were fighting. Like, bucking at each <laughs> other. And we made the joke of you know, and some uh, animals just like humans. Yeah. Dot dot dot. You fill in the rest. <laughs> but we had a good laugh. Tune in next week. For we were the rest basically of that we were talking that entire ride. We were like the Statler and Walmart oh, yeah. <laughs> for of, that, sure. of that ride. But you know what? Ain't that America? That's our privilege, baby. Yeah. Or it's the Bill <laughs> and Marty. Ah, right. yes. Oh, yeah. KBBL. It, it, it's funny though because um, 
oh really quick also i'm gonna interrupt myself that just reminded me the moment when bart comes in uh they say he's like you don't want us to lose our jobs do you bart <laughs> <laughs> <He's> like, <"Ugh." laughs> like, i love that ah, they get yeah. really scared <laughs> um but to that to that quote of stampy it's much longer than i remember you know and i i first realized it was longer than just like some animals um when i went on frankiac because i wanted that's the first thing that i wanted to make a frankiac of um and i was like oh my god this is long i've been, <laughs> I've been like shortening it for my whole life um but the long version is so funny and i um you know maybe we could pull it up but um I love that it really gives background to kind of really a true thing about people where he's explaining some people have really hard upbringings and some people had like really bad things happen to them and other people <laughs> right. yeah. are just Separate plain from them. jerks. Yeah, I love it. It's yeah. a good life lesson. It's it a good life lesson. They do, I they mean, they package in life yeah. lessons in, in such a tasty way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite word. Um, <laughs> I also wanted to, in, in case people are curious, um, to say where Stampy appears again after this episode. So he, he made an Thank appearance you. in You're Welcome. In the season nine episode, Miracle on Evergreen Terrace mm. in one of Bart's dreams. And in the season 14 episode, Large Marge, where he is used by Bart in a stunt to help Krusty the Clown win back his popularity. And then also, and this is something that I completely forgot, Stampy appeared briefly in the Simpsons movie, where he tries to break down the giant glass dome lowered over Springfield, which I'm sure was that I do know. Do you? Yeah. Was it done like real quick? Yeah. Yes. That's fun. I mean, I feel like any part of that Simpsons movie that made a reference to the show delighted everybody. Like, well, also, I'm not like, I'm not elephant racist though i don't think any of us wanted to assume that just because it was an elephant that it was <laughs> stampy but uh you know it could have just been an elephant it's true yeah it could have been <laughs> but it wasn't but now the wasn't. internet it was is stampy. confirmed thank you internet yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, are there yeah. any moments from this episode that we didn't cover i mean we covered so much of it i it's love it's so, just so it's so rich um I just can't even. Well, one moment with um, Snowball and um, <laughs> Sansa Little Helper, just that you know they're so good. We Your get them. It's, they're so cute. I know they're so cute. Um, but my favorite part is when Homer's just like, "What's going on with the cat and the dog?" He's like, "I think they're trying to impress us." Like, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it's uh, so yeah. funny. I love uh, just just the way they talk. Uh, I only have two questions: how much and give it to me. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Oh, I also. I I think it's really funny of just how, um, you know, we already said, uh, and I owe it all to this feisty feline, but also, um, and I'm sure he'll make a grand piano. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) My God. Yeah. Uh, So many, uh, there's a lot of Homer dismissing Bart and his feelings and wants. Uh, Like when they find him, oh, uh, Stampy, uh, the ivory and Stampy. Which the ivory is attached to, which Bar- I, Bart, <laughs> Bart is like grown fond of, or yeah, something like that. Right, Develops right. Uh, warm feelings towards right, or something. Right. <laughs> uh, and then I feel like it happened again when uh, he decides, like, well, I guess it wouldn't be right to sell him after he saved my life. Plus, the boy has some sort of attachment to him. Yeah, yeah, I, I love that those kind of like dismissal yeah. kind of. But jokes. then, who's to say what's right and wrong in this? Mm-hmm. And who's going? <laughs> Um, so one of the questions we'd like to ask our guests as we are wrapping up is, um, is there a lesson um, from this either this conversation that we've had about this episode or this episode in general that you can kind of impart something you've taken mm-hmm. from it or something that you feel um, I is mean, important? It's the an- I mean, the animal stuff, I think, is really, really cool that they did, especially n- knowing that they really, really wanted to make the animal a jerk. Like, yeah. Sammy's a bastard. Uh, and he like, hits everybody. <laughs> um and 
but they still care about him and they still want to it's still important to save this elephant even though he is a bit of a jerk and he destroyed much of the town yes <laughs> um along with the tornado so you can't he blame terror, you can't blame but they everything him anyway him. but yeah. then that kind of makes it okay that he's not living in the next episode with him right he's gone mm-hmm, it's fine mm-hmm. we had we had our time with this awful awful creature but we also protected and saved the awful awful creature yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, which character would you say that you identify with the most in the entire Simpsons? Um, I would say probably Bart. I don't know. Because, um, he I mean, he's uh, the family is going to be the most grounded, no matter what. Um, and I like, I like those sweet moments that he has that sort of color. He's just a kid. He's just having fun. Um, he'll spray paint something. But, like, all the stuff between him and Marge is always very sweet. Um, Marge be not proud. That Marge makes be sense. not proud. Yeah, he's just a very uh, sweet little kid. He's a who's boy. Doing his best, um, and he learns his lessons. Uh, not probably not after like thirty years, <laughs> but <laughs> comes this uh, Supreme Court justice. That's really impressive. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would definitely uh, like him in the Supreme Court. <laughs> and then, uh, which character outside of the Simpsons is just uh, Simpsons family is just your favorite? Outside the Simpsons family is my favorite. Um, I would say that Mr. Burns consistently makes me laugh all the time. Everything he says, uh, the way he talks that old, it's, it's not just that it's old timey. It's that it's fake old timey, like the acceleratrix stuff. The yeah. thing, like they just make up things from the past for him to really that. connect to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, yeah. I love that. He's sort of like this William Randolph Hearst type yeah. that they kind of play off of. And yeah, there's like something very, Fun like uh, what is it? The spruce goose. <laughs> spruce goose. Yeah, <laughs> I so said good. hop in. I said hop in. Uh, so before we go, uh, this week we are back. We are back with those crusty cues, baby. Um, it's so been a long guys, time. It's been a while. Um, <laughs> it's been a while. Oh no! I, <laughs> I know. I'm so sorry. Um, it's it's sort of like um. Yeah, uh, whenever the f- opening chords of Smooth by Carlos Santana mm. play, I-, I can't not just, like, finish the lyric. Um, okay. You got span. So, right. Oh, yeah, that's a good one, too. Anyway, uh, we won't torture our <laughs> listeners anymore. <laughs> uh, so, Krusty Q's are back this week. We asked, what's your favorite animal moment? And we got some uh, great responses. So, uh, KCB Boyd on my, my My best friend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> The Smoky Shuffle, and uh, he sent us a beautiful <laughs> gif of, oh, God. I mean, everyone should just go to Frankiac right now or just go to our Twitter and <laughs> see this beautiful gif of, oh, it's, I can't even. Yeah, it's, 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 Santa's, it's, mesmerizing. Little, it's Santa's little helper, or it might actually. It's uh, Snowball 2. Snowball 2, sorry. <laughs> oh my God, I'm such an idiot. Um, yeah. She's uh, she's dancing around, and uh, it's, it's something fierce. You got to look it up. Yeah. Uh, we also get, uh, we got a lot of people saying it, so I don't know who to give credit to at first, but Pray for Mojo yeah. uh, for is, Mojo. Uh, I'll at give a shout out to Pirate Mike 6 by 6 that's 6x6. Also, Randy L. Jopst and Nick D'Angelo at Dr. Nick. Hey, 513. Uh, they all said it. Everyone said it. It's the best. Did anyone get a... The, uh, get that cat out of the way. Yes, that's yes. the one I was just about to pull up. <laughs> Shout out to you at Lost Tattoo. Yeah, guy. And this is also <laughs> Lost Tattoo guy. This is also my sister's favorite, so I want to give a special shout out to it. Um, but um, Travy 
Blanco at twhite zero eight eight said clearly gentle Ben. Um, <laughs> and you are you are correct. Uh, no Ben, no. <laughs> yeah. At uh, Geo Metro, we get uh, that great moment of Grandpa t- chasing the turtle with his uh, dentures oh, in his mouth. Oh <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, Beav at underscore underscore Beav. That's B E A V. Um, Grandpa fighting a crocodile in his toilet and losing his teeth to it. I agree. That's a really good moment too. Yeah. Uh, he loses his teeth a lot. Yeah. <laughs> It's good. At uh, at at also at Javi four times two. Um, one of this is actually one of my favorite moments too, and it just really shows you how um, that rule that Mike Scully taught us about with the keeping it uh, cartoonish mm-hmm. uh, works so well. And that's when Homer has the little bear cub on him, and it says like, "When a sign says do not feed the bears, man, you'd better not feed <laughs> those bears." So good. Um, John H at J Gangsta one eight seven wrote us. Um, Gasp, this man is my exact double. Gasp, that dog has a puffy tail. And <laughs> so good. a little dog with a tail. And uh, this is a really cute little uh, perfect, uh, perfectly like looped gif where it's at C Shifty where the the dog from like one. 1001 oh dog, yeah the, the, what's the, the greyhounds 1000 how many mm-hmm. is it 1001 greyhounds um when the little puppy just keeps coming up and grabbing the chip every time oh, that homer's so trying cute. to grab it, it it's is so oh, cute. That's a great that loop. Is, yeah. yeah that is that is one of our favorites in the prescott family <laughs> um and i also would be remiss in not mentioning uh, and i'm glad that this listener mentioned this too andrew rosas at mr andrew rosas um it's in the x-files episode when uh uh, Mo, Mo is oh, transporting that killer whale throughout the <laughs> Yeah, I actually do want to change my answer to Mo as my favorite character. <laughs> Mo's oh, so Mo's consistently a good one. Every, Mo's so a good one. Uh, I had suggested that we maybe only do five, but these are all so funny. Um, at uh, the Antonio Lopez, uh, we get the super s- super secret intelligent chimp and uh, says, no, I don't think we'll be telling them that. Yet. And he rolls away on his roller skates. Yeah. <laughs> Smoking that pipe. Yeah. <laughs> so good. I feel good about all those. Those are great. And yeah. uh, go through our feed, check out all of these gifts, look at all these amazing moments. Follow those people yeah. because they are good people. Hi, <laughs> yeah. Homer, find yeah. all, all our listeners are, uh, should be friends with each other. Oh, I agree. Yeah. You guys should start a community and mm-hmm. buy us all tickets to Disneyland. Woo! <laughs> Very nice. Um, uh, yeah, so Cody, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. What a wonderful show. Is there anything <laughs> that you'd like to plug at this time? Um, just go to crack.com. Uh, oh, actually, if you're listening to this on Monday, I have a video coming out uh, on that day on the website that is uh, Donald Trump <laughs> had a vlog. Uh-huh. Uh, for about four years uh, that I haven't seen anybody sort of discuss. Wow. Uh, he has 96 videos on this vlog. Wow. I watched every single one of them a few <laughs> times. It was a terrible experience, um, but I've like it's like a 20 minute sort of deep dive into his vlog. So wow. check that out today. Transfer, what do you think over to, to Trump TV? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, I mean, that's sort of what it gets out a little bit of is this what we want? Like a vlogger who's like, Andy yeah. Rooney, basically, like just complaining about I stuff. Think, yeah, I don't I think want we're that past in the present. What we want, right. I think we just don't want. <laughs> we just don't want. Uh, by the way, um, uh, Cody, you're the person that has been the reason I've been telling everyone I could possibly talk to about the possible idea of how cool it would be if the first <laughs> thing Hillary Clinton does when she becomes president is divorce Bill Clinton. Oh, yeah. It's all yeah. I've been <laughs> thinking about. That's I told dream. Julia. I've told <laughs> so many people. It makes everybody gasp, and then they say, "Well, that wouldn't happen." I said. 
but it could. But it could it happen. Could. It could happen. Fucking could. It fucking could. January 21st. Oh, yeah. As soon as. Put in your yeah. calendar. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, where can people find you and tweet you about how Trump is going to win and how uh, you're a dumb <laughs> you're little boy? Oh, yeah, yeah. Give me, give me those sweet, sweet ats. <laughs> uh, my, so my Twitter is Dr. Mr. Cody. That's D-R-M-I-S-T-E-R-C-O-D-Y. Um, I have been tweeting about Trump quite a bit. I can't wait to stop <laughs> and move on with my we life. We all can't wait to stop. <laughs> but until then, we have to keep yeah. going. Yeah. And then you could find uh, our sound guy who makes everything sound so good and uh, does a lot of our tweets and is just great. Um, at, uh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yes, Brandon. <laughs> Hell yes, Brandon. It's been so long. I know. It's been <laughs> a My while. intentions were good. No, it's pretty it's memorable. Okay. Twitter handle. <laughs> and Julia, where can people find you? You can find me at Julia Prescott on all the things. Allie, where can people find you thank you so much for asking you can find me at Allie Gertz and all the things and continue to um, support us on Patreon thank you so much for all of your um, support so far you know who recently um, started donating to us Allie tell me who Toby Jones thank you Toby thank you Toby and um, <laughs> keep watching the, the skis character actor Toby Jones um, and continue to follow us on uh, Twitter and Instagram and all those good things at Simpsons Pod. Email us everything's coming up podcast at gmail.com uh, with your questions, comments, um, flattering uh, compliments to us and, and how. And we nothing else. And nothing else. Don't correct us. <laughs> <laughs> um, thanks so much for listening, and we'll catch you guys next time. Uh, yes, and we will give a little uh, bonus episode soon, but just so you know, we are going to be taking a little oh, Thanksgiving right, yes. break. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. We, are, we are vegan, as you know, but that doesn't mean we don't like to sit with our family who likes to eat turkey. Uh, so we will not be here for the next two weeks, but we'll be back on December uh, mm-hmm. first week. And uh, we'll talk to you then. All right. Bye. Bye. Vote. <laughs> Vote. <laughs> Vote. <laughs> oh, I'll never forget that episode. Kyle. Shots I am. Kyle. Shots I am. Kyle. Shots I am. <laughs> Stop remembering TV and get back to work.